0: On this episode of the A.I.E. podcast,
1: the meetup is no more,
2: but there will be shenanigans at BlizzCon.
0: There's so much to discover, The discovery in S.T.O.
1: Also, Final Fantasy 14 has a huge callback, callback,
2: and we're doing an all host show.
0: And let's see if I can not cough during it. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest
1: news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth
2: and beyond.
1: This is the AIE Podcast.
0: Welcome to episode 319 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah okta gaming community. The Die Has Been podcast. I am Akala, and I apologize, I have a head cold that seems to act up when I talk, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and to my right is... Actually, let me first say, to my left is Mucow.
1: Greetings, guildies. Hopefully I have no coughing going on myself.
0: Ooh-hoo. And to my right, and... Downstairs and a bit forward. Um, is Ted Summy.
2: I need a spreadsheet just to figure out where all the crafters are so I can go buy stuff from the vendors in Final Fantasy 14.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say Phoenix Fan Fusion. I was gonna uh, right. pull up the um the list of where everyone is. <laughs> all right. And this week we're talking amongst ourselves and catching you up on what's going on in AIE. Welcome to my amazing and esteemed co hosts. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome. (laughs) Howdy. Howdy. All right. So, we're going to be catching up on what we've been doing, what we want to kvetch about, how many times we've seen Avengers, all of that and more soon. But first, this week's news
1: AIE News.
0: All right. Well, we had an officer meeting over the weekend, and due to that, and which is what we do something periodically on top of meetings with more individual, you know, individual games, uh, BlizzCon's plans going on for meetups with uh, key points of discussion and posts. Um, and it's in the events outline in the current plan. Um, now, me, are you still one of our point people for the Blizzcon meetups and such?
1: For the moment, that all depends on what we talk about later.
0: Ooh, awesome. All right. Uh, we're also working on some minor updates around the guild website and other communication tools. So keep an eye out for that. Of course, keep an eye on the official AIE, um, Twitter, um, keep an eye on our podcast Twitter, because we always make sure that once we have the news, we make sure that it's disseminated to you guys. Uh, the various streams and podcasts for AIE are going great. And to see what's going, um, it's a great way to see what's going on and get engaged. Uh, we in fact are looking at maybe doing one of those said streams for the podcast itself we're always looking for more aie streams blogs etc to get posted on the content creator channel and we really love to see new stuff up there guys you are a community uh we want to know what you're doing uh how you're involved what you're excited about um let the officers know if if you want to stream we'll we'll get you hooked up um just as a side note um Speaking of being involved, um, after a discussion between Sting and I, we decided that the AIE meetup um, is no longer active. It literally was costing us $15 a month for a service that we've not been using for quite a while, and it really wasn't um, value-added. Our community has grown in a way that we don't use meetup. We use Discord. We use Twitter. We have personal groups um, for different locations, Um, so we went ahead and shut that down. Um, you can use the event channel in Discord for real life gatherings. Or if you're a, a AIE group in any particular community, you can actually start up your own AIE meetup group because if you have less than 50 people, it's free. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: All right. Speaking of that community, community news, let's recap the mandatory fun nights that are going on uh, where the fun is mandatory but attendance is not. A couple of games have moved days a while back um, and are still testing out the days they are on, so we'll go ahead and go through the list again. Uh, Mondays, we still have Guild Wars 2 at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. On Tuesdays, SwoTOR at 9 p.m. Eastern. On Wednesdays, uh, Final Fantasy XIV is at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Fridays, we have ESO at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Saturdays, New Braid is in WoW at 11 p.m. Eastern. Also on Saturday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern is Lord of the Rings Online doing their mandatory fun nights. And then Sunday, STO, Star Trek Online, will be doing theirs at 8.30 p.m. Eastern.
2: And ducking back to talking about streaming and Guild podcast news, Sotor Escape Podcast 289, uh, the Star Wars Celebration Secrets. Uh, was posted. This week, Seema and Max DeGray talked about the latest game news and finished up their Star Wars Celebration review with a second-half discussion that they started in 288. And in podcast uh, episode 290, the Dantooine preview, Seema and Max DeGray reviewed Daniel Steed's web content plan, and then spend some time walking through Dantooine, the missions, areas, and the secrets that they've found so far. And just a reminder, they did uh, highlight this on the thing. The web plan is a roadmap for the content they're going to put on the web, not a roadmap for the game, which is what we're really looking forward to, but I'm sure we'll get more from Charles and and those folks uh, as we go forward. So for now, just keep an eye out on both the AI, uh, the Star Wars Escape podcast and keep an eye out on the SOTOR site. Uh, working Class Nerds, episode 43, Mixer Madness. After struggling to set up the new Mixer, Marcus and Nick sit down to talk about how much they're loving Mortal Kombat 11, as well as share their thoughts on the new Dantooine content on SOTOR's PTS server, which is the public test server.
0: All right. And in nomads news, nothing terribly earth shattering is going on division two, but of course we are always active there. Um looking Discord um for the community. Uh Diablo 3 season 60 is winding down now. It ends on the second of May or the twelfth of May. And interest is growing in COH, and we'll be holding off on getting too involved until the details around the servers, services, and positions of the IP holders settle down. So, lots of news forthcoming when it comes to the Nomads.
2: And that is City of Heroes for anyone that's oh, wondering. The thank COH you very much. I is,
0: like cards, cards of no. humanity, cards. Oh yeah, I, I did hear about City, um, City of Heroes. Yeah. So yeah. the
2: the server code apparently got out and mm-hmm. somebody grabbed it and they started making you know of course free to play servers because they can't charge money for right. s- other people's IP but we'll see what the legality of all that is once that settles down so
0: right right yeah but as soon as we have any news we will let you know mm-hmm.
2: in a not so gray area
1: in WoW <laughs> news uh, BlizzCon tickets were on sale on Saturday Ooh. morning at the first round uh, I wonder so, who
0: here got BlizzCon tickets. Yeah, who did? Huh. Um,
1: we're wondering if you did, because we want to know who, else, who all is going. Uh, we want to use that as input to figure out what kind of meetups we're going to be planning. Um, if there's going to be enough of us to see about creating a hall, well, maybe. And even reaching out and talking to CTR or, or other groups to, to do something bigger. But we need to know who's going. So if you happen to get a ticket on Saturday or if you get one on Wednesday, May 8th is the next round. So, uh, for those uh, that do get tickets, let us know. Even if you didn't get tickets and you're planning on going, let us know. We need to know who's going to show up there because it's not going to do us a whole lot of good if no one shows up to our party.
0: Yep. Exactly. Not really a party then.
1: Yep. In in game WoW news, uh, Cyrene will be starting an Alliance Raid team towards the end of May after Boy Scouts dies down, I hear. Um, and anyone interested should ping her in the Raid Recruitment channel on Discord, which, by the way, that channel is pretty active. If you're looking for a Raid team or a Raid team that needs more people, go ahead and start chatting in there. It's pretty active. People are looking for teams. People are looking for teammates. So have a look.
2: And in SOTOR news, the next monthly event is next weekend, Saturday at – all right, Max, you put 8 p.m. and then didn't put anything. So I'm going to assume this is – 8 p.m. Central, which would be 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, you know, and we'll go from there. Uh, <laughs> and it is on the Republic side. Fun with world bosses. Uh, also, the Wednesday night Imperial Ops team is looking for a permanent DPS addition to the team. Anyone interested should contact mei in the Sotor discard channel. <laughs>
0: All right, and in STO news, we actually have quite a bit, and we're trying to get the STO folks on sometime soon to chat with us, so if you're an STO and you want to have your directors on, but bur- debt, we want to have them on for a, a little chat about a few things. All right, the tier six, she, she, uh, tier six, one moment, wow, the, the words aren't even hard, I need water. <laughs>
2: I think what she's trying to say is the tier six ship item.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, from above and the reposit event are still going on. See, C- Okay. We have C details above, Tet, but I don't have details above.
2: Uh, there are details in the STO channel.
0: Got yes. it. All right. There's details about the uh, tier six ship in the STO channel. Thank you. Uh, the split five... Fleet Spire is constructing Tier 2 upgrade and will be complete in just over six days. This will unlock the fleet variants on the veteran ship. Also, Star Trek Online is free to play. And we have mandatory fun nights Sundays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So pretty much directly after this. Sh- well, yeah. Um, actually, it starts in 15 Starting,
2: minutes. Yeah, exactly. Starting 15 in 15 minutes. 15- minutes <laughs>
0: so we understand. <laughs> if you're going to have to leave the chat channel to go to STU. We got it. Um, in the upcoming week for Mandatory Fun Night, the, the focus is going to be on low level characters to help new players go through mission and stories. You just need to finish the mission tutorial. Uh, they're also close to releasing new rep, Discovery Legends, and introdu- introdu- introducing the Discovery
2: <laughs> and introducing the Discovery Legends reputation in Star Trek Online, starting with the launch of Rise of Discovery on May 14th, you'll be able to, I think that they want wield the powers, not weird the powers, but you never know, yeah. and technology of the characters from Star Trek Discovery.
0: And there's more, new to st- st- story arc focusing on the Discovery era story, Rise of Discovery, and The Impossible Reason, Star Trek Online, experience the events that make Ellen Landry the security chief that we meet in Star Trek Discovery on the upcoming episode, The Impossible Impossibility of Reasons. Rise of Discovery brings Jacek Isaacs, yay, Captain Lorca and Rinka Sharma, uh, Commander Ellen Landry to STO. Um, Star Trek Online, Rise of Discovery, Star Trek Online, learn about the past of Gabriel Lorca and Alan Landry with the newest update.
1: Alrighty. In ESO news, the anniversary event is still going on, but it ends this week after five fun-filled weeks of cake. Everyone loves cake. Um, early access to Elsewhere begins on May 20th, and the f- official release is June 4th. Uh, please save the beginning quest for that zone on at least one tune until the first mandatory fun night after the official launch, because the ESO mandatory fun night uh, will be starring that zone together. Starting that zone together, rather. Um, until then, mandatory fun nights will be zone clears and dungeon runs every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern.
2: Okay. And in EVE, speaking of exploding space murder hobos, war continues, and the merge of some global factions into the mix has made things interesting. The Corp is always looking for new pilots and spies. It's a bit of a dive down the rabbit hole, but the team is always happy to help support new folks and returning folks.
0: So I did not resist the urge. I'm pleased to find interesting. I tried to resist the urge. urge. Uh,
2: if you want interesting, we'd have to have Lank on and then the show would go two hours and yeah, Oh yeah, no.
0: true, true, true I was going to go with oh my god, oh my god, we're all going to die yeah. Alright, in Guild Wars 2 news Lots of people are working in alt at the moment The mandatory fun group is Getting together on Mondays on occasion uh, Check in with uh, Dejarev To find out what is going on Also check the Discord channel Pins for the new reference post That does a great job at laying out the open world Changes that have occurred over time
2: Indeed, and also, Disturbed that. Angel uh, reminded us in the podcast channel that Episode 6 is coming out soon. Ooh, uh,
0: true.
1: Yep. In yes. fact, I think if you log in, you can get a one of the chapters for free for just logging in. So that's why I was poking at it the other day. Awesome. <clears throat> but in Final Fantasy XIV news, uh, get settled. There's a lot of it. Yep. Uh, the callback campaign is on. Callback. Callback. Um, If you have someone from the FC or just, you know, one of your friends that's on your friends list that hasn't been in the game for about 90 days, uh, you can click on your friends list and say, hey, invite them back. Doing so will reward both of you between April 25th and June 3rd. The invited player must have an expired sub for 90 days and still have their account in good standing. In other words, they couldn't have been banned for some reason. or Marked as hacked or, you know, taken by gold spammers or whatever. Uh, the invited player will get seven days of free game time. They'll get 99 Aetherite tickets, which are pretty valuable. Uh, that essentially means free teleports all over the place. And you'll get 10 silver Chocobo Feathers, which are turned in for gear to help you get, get caught up um, on any classes that might be behind. Uh, the inviter will get 10 gold Chocobo Feathers, which is mostly for mounts. Um, there's a tenian amount, There's a two-person Chocobo mount, so they can you know drag you around. Or you drag them around. Either way. Uh, some rare dies, and uh, you can get your own Aetherite tickets. Which, But there's so- several places to get those. They're very valuable. Um, for those that uh, haven't already jumped on it, the Final Fantasy 15 crossover event is still going on and ends on May 27th. Um, if you have at least one level 50 character and have done, um, I believe it's uh, ARR, the, the original 2.0 version of the game, uh, you'll be able to uh, participate in this. Uh, <clears throat> you'll be able to get the Regalia, uh, which is the car from Final Fantasy XV. Um, it is the uh, first four person mount in game, which is a big deal. Um, <clears throat> the mount costs 200,000 Mandeville Gold Saucer points, uh, which is from the uh, fancy uh, casino that Tets might have stumbled into and <laughs> lost. Um, just maybe. Yeah. Just maybe. But uh, you know, if you think 200,000 gold saucer points is a lot, actually, it's not that much. And in fact, uh, to assist, the free company has been running the uh, free company buff Jackpot 2 on Saturday and Sunday during the event. Uh, this will provide a bonus to all MGP rewards. Uh, the big reason, biggest reason for that is um, on the weekends, the fashion show happens. The fashion show is a huge source of, of gold points. You can um, get a minimum of 10,000 points which then gets bonused if you have the jackpot on. But if you manage to get 80% or higher in your score, you get an extra 50,000. So honestly, you can get this done so quickly. Um, I've actually done it in one weekend uh, from zero. So it is something that's very doable. Um, There are various ways to get MGP being discussed in the Final Fantasy XIV channel in Discord. So drop on by if you want some ideas on farming them up. Uh, the current rewards and the buff, many players have been able to get uh, enough MGP in one to two weeks of time of, of casually doing it. Um, like I said, you can do it in a weekend if you really want to get it done. Um, <clears throat> if you happen to have the starter edition that you got free from the Twitch Prime pr- promotion, Skory said, you know what, we're going to give you Heaven's Ward for free too. Um. All you have to do is ask for it. It is free until June 27th. So whether you got it from the June um, the uh, the Twitch Prime promotion or just happened to have only gotten you know the regular 2.0 version of the game, you can now get the 3.0 version of the game. Head toward. Um, It'll be added to your account, and you get to keep it permanently. No, no strings attached. This includes PC version, macOS version, and PS4 editions. So jump on and get that.
2: So does it just automatically unlock, or do you have to do something?
1: I think you have to do something. You still have to purchase it, but it's a free purchase. It's zero.
2: Okay, got you it.
1: You say think, and it's done. But you have to actively do it. Like it's just not going to do it for you. They want you to do a bit of work for that free game.
2: <laughs> um, does it? W- you said three point oh. So is that like WoW expansions? It's not yes. the three point of the game. It's the it's the three oh expansion, right?
1: It's it's Heaven's Ward, so yeah, so it's, it's yeah, as okay. in, you know say you know it, it it's their version of like doing Burning Crusade. Burning Crusade it was gotcha.
2: 2.0. Okay. So,
1: but, but you but because 1.0 we don't talk about 1.0. Um, 1. <laughs> 1.0 was the old version of the game that they they gotcha. looked burned to the yeah. ground. So 2.0 is where the game started new. Heaven's Ward's 3.0. Shadowbringers is four point um, okay. oh. Okay. Sorry, no. Uh, I'm reading the screen, so it's confusing me. Um, Stormblood is is uh, 3.0 point
2: 3. 0, 4, Yeah, 3, and 3. the new 0. one's four point oh. Yeah,
1: four point oh eight. I'm getting that's all mixed up again. Hmm?
2: Shadowbringers is four 0, right?
1: No, ARR is two. Heaven's Ward is three. Stormblood is four. Shadowbringers is five. Okay. It's it's it it's crazy.
0: All right, map. Final Fantasy math, got it.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. We don't start with zero. We don't start with one. We start with two.
0: All right. But, that makes perfect sure sense.
1: Yep. But uh, speaking of all those numbers, Shadowbringers, what we were trying to say, uh, 5.0, is slated to be released uh, July 2nd. But if you did pre-order it, you can start on June 28th. If you pre-order the expansion, you will get access to all of the previous expansions if you have not already bought them. Um but that will happen on the head start date. So if you're still um, now on Heaven's Ward, um, if that's enough to keep you busy, go ahead and do that. But um, if you want to get into Stormblood, you'll have to buy it or wait until June 28th for it to have be part of uh, Shadowbringers. Um But yeah, the the big thing about getting uh Shadowbringers pre-expansion is you get this neat little uh, uh, mini eighth earring that gives you an experience boost. Oh, all cool. the way to 70. So yeah, you want to get that thing. And it's, it's kind of cool. They decided to kind of steal the, um, the, the, um, heirlooms from mm-hmm. it actually levels with you. Oh, so, great. So level one to level 70, you can keep that same earring and it'll automatically do its thing for you. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, in, uh, in, uh, fc news or our you know the guild for final fantasy Mm -hmm. um the vault has lots of goodies in it if you need something from there grab it because we put it there for you to grab it's just sitting there collecting dust so please take from the from the guild vault there's all kinds of fun stuff in there cosmetics there's some pets there's helpful items uh feel free to grab something that strikes your fancy uh the vault is available in all major cities and it's also available in the actual fc house and the Shadowbringers Media Tour will be hitting mid-May. Um, we're ex- expecting to get some more details on the new classes of Gunbreaker and Dancer, and maybe a little bit more on what's going on with the races of Viera and uh, Rothkar. Uh, <clears throat> drop down in the Final Fantasy XIV channel in Discord to help get you started in your Final Fantasy adventure. Uh, not to be confused with Final Fantasy adventure. That's a very old game. Very you know confusing. But uh, Come join us. Come join us.
2: Awesome. And
0: thank you, Ebo, for all the amazing Final Fantasy information. He's uh, our point now when it comes to all things Final Fantasy.
2: And we appreciate that. We do. All right. And in Lord of the Rings online news, mandatory fun nights do continue on Saturday nights. Join Mei-Lung and others while they simply walk into Mordor and such.
0: <laughs> I thought not just simply walk into Mordor. Okay. So with that, uh, let's find out what's, what we have been doing, what we're looking forward to, and um, what's cooking in the Guild Kitchen?
2: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Pretty much. All right. Well, according to this, I guess I'm starting. You are. I am. All right. Um, so the lovely cold that I have, um, that came when I was in Boston a few weeks ago, uh, which is why I was not, which is why I was in the chat room, but not on the show two weeks ago. Um, had a great time. Uh, basically, my virtual bestie, Trey, and I uh, met in Boston. We went to Salem for two days and then Boston for a day. Uh, just kind of exploring all the sites. We did all the fun spooky stuff in Salem. Did a, you know, a ghost tour. Actually, may have bumped into something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, walk down to Gallows Hill, which is oddly enough not where we bumped into a ghost, or ghost bumped into us. Well, yeah, but um, why would they
1: want to hang out there anyway? You know.
0: Exactly. 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 But yeah, uh, be careful in alleyways at ten o'clock at night in Salem. You're not going to get mugged, but stuff might just kind of pass through you. It was a good time. Yeah. Um but this, so that, which is why we then chose to walk to Gallows Hill during the daytime. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Even even our ghost tour guy was like, "Yeah, I can tell you where Gallows Hill is. Don't go at night." We're like, "Oh yeah, we're totally going at night. We're totally going at night." <laughs> and then like about 10 minutes after that happened, we were on our way to, you know, to dinner after the um ghost tour and yeah. After that, we looked at each other like, okay, we'll go tomorrow. That sounds fun. <laughs> uh, but Salem's a great place. Uh, lots of really interesting history. Not just the witch trial stuff, but like the house of Seven Gables that Hawthorne based the book on is there. Um, Salem was like the ninth largest city in uh, colonial America. So there's lots of really fascinating history and they keep it very alive. Um really really good food had a blast and then we went on to boston where we did like the freedom tour on friday uh, which is a great like a five mile round trip walk through uh the revolution uh you get to see you know the churches the meeting houses uh where paul revere, revere um, hung the lanterns side of the boston tea party side of the boston massacre the constitution the ship the constitution um bunkers hill Did that. Ate a lot. Good time. Uh, Then she had to take off so on Saturday was um, exploring Boston with um, Amy Frost. Yeah, And then then Easter and then, you know, and then kind of exploring stuff on my own on Monday and then back to Tet. So that is why I was not on the show the other night.
2: You were just a little busy.
0: I was. I was. Uh, But speaking of what was cooking in the Guild kitchen last Sunday, we had a kind of a fun, interesting kind of guild event in our own house um <laughs> we had a d and d one shot uh that was actually run by um Ben the mage because Ro, who is a member of the Fert um raid team was in town staying at our house so we had uh brunches and dragons <laughs> with uh and, and and you know you've been you've been to my place for brunch you know it's you know it's um it's a bit of a Adventure. Yep. Uh, so, we, so it was um, Tet, myself, Never, um, John Jagger, and Roe And then um, Ben, Alanya, uh, was running the game. Great time. It went actually longer than anticipated, which I think was really good. Because you know, when you're doing a one-shot, a lot of times you don't know what's going on. You don't know how long it's going to last. But it went longer than intended, which made it worth it. Yeah.
1: It's usually a good thing.
0: It yep. is um let's see con preps going on uh phoenix fan fusion is or yeah phoenix fan fusion we've changed the name three times
1: fan fest fan fusion
0: yeah um yeah. it starts may 23rd so of course you know vikella and i are vendors and we just got our headbands done last night in inventory, and inventory that's the earliest we've ever been done which now means i have a bunch of pieces of jewelry to make yep. um and if A you lot are of gonna... jewelry to make, <laughs> J- jewelry to make, um, I got seven pieces out last night. Um, if you are headed to Phoenix Fan Fusion, we do have I some meetups. <laughs> yes, yes, like Mew and Mrs. Mew. Uh-huh. Um, we do have some meetups planned. We have um, Chino Banditos on Wednesday before the con, and Mother Bunch Brewing, which is right by the um, convention center, on Sunday after the con. So that's kinda what I've been up to in out of game, going a little crazy. And Mew, what about you? What have you been up to besides say um dealing with baby spew at the grocery store?
1: Well, you know, that's always the best place to have that happen. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. Um other other than uh, puking toddlers, uh Probably more, you know, gaming and, but yeah, uh, yeah. You know, a little of our own uh, con prep, nowhere near the level you guys are doing. More just, you know, making sure we have plane tickets and a place to stay, and you know, all that other kind of fun stuff. But, uh, um, and you know, um, you know, pondering the whole uh, BlizzCon thing, uh, yeah, because uh, I did, I was one of the ones that managed to Yay. to beat the RNG god and uh, and get a ticket to BlizzCon. Actually, two of them, um, but. Uh, it was, it's a little late in the year for them to announce that really. Um, it
0: really was. Yeah. Uh,
1: a, a lot of people will kind of, st- you know, we're making plans. Otherwise like, Oh, no big deal. We we'll, we can, we can take a year off. No big deal. Yeah. Um, so as a result, it's one of those things where it's kind of up in the air. We need to see like, you know, are people even going to show up? Cause Right. Uh, it's. Uh, they just announced that GamesCon is is not going to be, or they're going to announce anything this year. So, and they've kind of told us there's nothing new is coming out for a while. They're going to be hunkering down and, and busy doing doing work. So.
0: Yeah.
2: So, well, and the 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 sad thing about the GamesCon announcement is tickets for GamesCon have been on sale for two months already. Mm-hmm. So. People bought tickets with the assumption Blizzard would be there, and now they're not going to be there.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, it's essentially, that, that's been BlizzCon Europe.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, I mean, at least as far as Blizzard um, fans are, are concerned, but uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of surprising, and but you know, again, also not surprising. Like surprising and not surprising, and both at the same time, because it's like, well, they told us nothing. News coming out, um, right? They, I guess, they feel that they have enough to announce that they're going to have a blizzcon right or, right. or it's the other thing is is they're going to lean on the esports really heavily mm-hmm. um, because they're just getting yeah. bigger and in fact um i'm kind of curious if uh the call of duty stuff is going to get dragged into blizzcon or not since it's mm. on it's on the launcher i don't know if, right. if they're going to keep it separated or what but uh yeah apparently they're going to do esports with call of duty which is kind of curious mm-hmm. but you know they're 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 excited about how well do you know um the uh overwatch league is doing you know people are wearing the shirts and you're really getting into it that. but yeah uh, but uh <clears throat> but uh yeah um but oh, I, I have been watching the overwatch league uh, and um you know unfortunately the fan that i've been rooting for is is uh, decided to uh take a page out of shanghai's old uh, playbook and, and not win anything this season um, but, it, happens. <laughs> it happens yeah um but uh yeah um pretty exciting. They had a big deal. Of, unfortunately, I didn't get to make it, but they had a big uh, event over in Dallas um, where they had the Texas, uh, you know, clash. And, and that was the first
2: uh, quote unquote home series, right?
1: Yes. Because that is Dallas's home um, arena. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they're, they're one of the first teams to actually already have their stuff in place. So I'm um, <clears throat> not, not, it, you, you kind of can't count the Los Angeles gladiators and the Valiants because that I mean they're, that's, they live there <laughs> but um you know it's that's dallas is the first one i think there's one other team that might finally have something i forget who it was though but uh but yeah they're they're definitely starting to spin out like i'm wondering if we're going to start seeing more home games at least in the in, by the next year um which is
2: yeah.
1: pretty interesting <clears throat> but um for me in gaming i've probably been spending a lot of time in final fantasy 14 mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely got got its grip on me uh and honestly, not just because of the new expansion coming out, it's just you know, uh, there's uh, I'm playing in all all facets, I'm playing in all expansions right now because that's kind of neat. That if, if you, you can create an alt and that alt can be in a different expansion than the other ones, so but you don't have to. Um, other than that, um, I have been doing a lot of raiding. Um, I'll, we'll let uh Tet talk more about that for first stuff, but uh. <clears throat> With uh, Horses and Hand Grenades, we've been working on uh, the heroic versions of the uh, Cabal and the uh, Unat. They're they're tricky because it's, you know, unlike BOD where you kind of have your ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, and then, you know, it gets harder as you get along. It's mid-tier boss, high-tier boss. It's like, bam, bam, like two huge walls right in your face. Uh, you know, while while getting through the normal was was do was doable after a bit of effort, the the heroic changes definitely ramp quite a bit up. Like it's not like, you know, the the first boss in, in bod where going into heroic doesn't it isn't really that bad. It just hits a little harder. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is you're going from the mid tier boss in normal to the mid tier boss in heroic, and it's like, oh, this hits a whole lot harder. It's like, right. Yeah. So so yeah, there's been a, a lot of work on that. Um, you know, I definitely recommend everyone keep an eye on the the raid team news, the raid team recruitment. It's been a lot more active. We like seeing that. Um, you know, we have a lot of active teams. They are, they need people. Uh, if mm-hmm. you have ever thought about uh, uh, getting dipping your toe into raiding, they're they're looking for people. New braids a great place to start um, because th- they literally will take anyone. If you are level one twenty, they don't care what your gear score is. They just want you to come in and have fun. Right. So it's right. a good and it, to start. <clears> and in fact, and Dan um,
0: Kenny, does a great job at. Um, with that environment herding cats yep, yep. yes know.
1: yep and we've got some patient rate explainers on that team for what i mm-hmm. hear um so you know it's it's gonna be a good time uh it's really not that hard in fact uh just yesterday i took mrs Mew through lfr version of the uh the crucible of storms and we re- we one shot that so that was pretty fun yeah um so yeah it's you know it's easier than ever to to get into the the deeper story of wow um I uh, so, uh, definitely recommend that. And you know, it's easier than ever to, to play Final Fantasy XIV. There's a lot of people wanting to play. Uh, the, the big server move happened. Um, so um, transfers, I think, are still free. If you didn't manage to get your character moved from Gilgamesh over to Goblin, do it now before the window closes. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much been my focus.
2: Very much cool. you tense?
0: Yeah, what do you have to death?
2: Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the big thing that we've been focusing on was we finally got a decent group together and went after Jaina, uh, thanks to Roe, for extending his lockout or getting us a lockout after dealing with the bar that is the Blizzard lockout system now because... Yeah. We had it Sunday, and then Wednesday everything reset. We went to extend, and we didn't have it. So yeah. he That's went and yeah, he went and actually did pickup groups in the uh, looking for group finder to create to get the lockout and got us the lockout. So we extended on Wednesday and got Jana down two poles uh, with I think only Roe was technically left. Un ice blocked and alive i the two tanks were stuck in ice blocks because yep. we didn't die, and so Ro was the only one that took her f- the last two percent before she you know teleports out spoiler seems, alert just, uh yeah, and yeah. so we are pretty much done with that raid because it's just. <sighs> And and this is me getting older so I'm I'm going to admit this being grumpy. Yeah. The raid just the mechanics are just getting to the point where it's not fun <laughs> raiding anymore. It's just the the mechanics are so pay attention to this and if you do it wrong, somebody screws up, it's you know, it's a wipe and you got to start all over again and yeah. that's not why I'm interested in playing the game. I'm not yeah. you know
1: I I missed flex. Honestly, I I missed the flex difficulty. It was perfect for our group.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, um, but we got that down and then we stuck our head into crucible of storms, watched the video. And I knew exactly how (laughs) with our raid team that was going to go. And it was about an hour of, yeah, no, this isn't (laughs) working out. So we, um, you know, we, we tried it. We're going to try it again tonight and see if we can at least get the first boss down. Um, but in the meantime, because, oh, and I hit 50 on my necklace tonight before mm-hmm. the podcast. So I do not need uh, Azrite power, whatever, anymore, which is fun. For now. For now. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I could, I could focus on just doing the emissary quests and getting those done and, and, you know, gain that. Um, I did get four pets that I didn't have off the Island Adventures yeah, I today because uh, yeah, I, I ran four islands. The first two, I didn't get anything except the bag. And then the next one dropped two pets I didn't have and the next one dropped two pets I didn't have. Um, yeah. And then the map mission, which I was hoping for Residium, turned out to be a 310 Uh, transmog piece, so I'm like, ah, it's fine. I didn't need that, you know, with my luck, it would have been the Azurite, but I was hoping for the Residium mission, but didn't get that. So, um, yeah, that uh, did that, and then I have been spending a lot of time in Final Fantasy 14 because, unlike WoW, which is a very vertical game, and now having played Final Fantasy 14, I understand what blizzard is trying to do when they say they're trying to go with a horizontal progression Mm -hmm. um, because with one character, you can do essentially three gathering professions and six uh, trade craft professions and any of the actual battle craft Mm -hmm. classes you want to do. So I have my archer at 27, uh and then i have most of my trade craft and g- gathering craft between 16 and 20 right now and i'm slowly working on those because uh every 5 levels you unlock the quest for that class or job that you're working yeah. on which is always a nice um yeah you know you've reached a point now go do this and it, it's fun so i have been spending a lot of time in final fantasy 14 while I wait for new Star Wars content to come out, right. because I love the Star Wars content, but the thought of having to do more dailies, you know, I just like, I'm sorry, I can't, I'm out. Right. And right. hopefully with Six they they've already said, oh, that was one one big news that came out for Six O is if you have any unassembled components, use them now, because it's not going to be figured into... Uh, this they're not going to be used in 6.0. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- to me, that means they're doing a whole new gear system. I'm not raiding in that game. I'm just there for story content right now. I don't need the best of the best gear. I don't need the 252 and 258 mm-hmm. pieces. I can't bring myself to do the to do the dailies right now with having the WoW dailies, you know, doing right. those. So, so, not, not, yeah,
0: like, we only have enough time in the day for the dailies. Yeah. Or
2: enough attention. Uh, oh, honestly, yeah. that's what it is. I have it's time. Monotonous. Yeah. Well, it's it's not even monotonous. It's just there. The reward doesn't scratch that itch for yeah. what I'm trying to accomplish mm-hmm. in in the game. So, um. But like I said, six zero is supposed to be out in September. So we'll see. You know, we've got five. Five ten three Dantooine coming out, which is supposed to open up a new rotating uh, weekly, which will be fun. So we'll see um, when that gets into rotation. Once that's released, what that's like, you know, I'll jump in and we'll do that for mandatory fun nights and Mm -hmm. explore that. So that'll be fun. Um, And then in our, well, I think we did our pen and paper campaign. We you talked about the one shot, and in our. Monday night game we covered that we did get the uh, the murder on the ship yep. Yep. solved and we're now on the the next piece of that. So
0: right, right. So yeah, we're to the island um trying to um deal with whatever is there, but unfortunately due to because it's a small group, we if one person is out, we don't play. And right. I was out a few weeks ago. Uh Kenny is in Vegas right now. Vikela is going to be in New York next week, so we're on a short hiatus. Um, for that reason, hopefully, once con, you know, we can even play the week of con, honestly. But once con, you know, once everyone's done with travel, we'll get back to that.
2: Yep, exactly. So that is what I have been up to. But I did have, I did have a question for you two. Uh Yes, sir. We've been talking a lot about games and other things. So, when you look at picking up a game or or playing a game, joining a game, purchasing a game, pen, paper, board game, computer game, I realize that's three different mediums. Right, right. What is it you're looking to get out of that game, and what is it you want to put into that game, you know, for your enjoyment? So, Hmm. McCullough, what about you?
0: Well, when it comes to, you know, a pen and paper um, RPG, um, I'm always, I'm a character, very character-driven person. Um, I like having games that are character-driven where I can develop that personality and that side of me um, and even kind of build that camaraderie uh, with my fellow players. Now, sometimes the campaign is very... um, module oriented, which happens. Like my my Thursday night game, you know, we're doing we're doing from King Thunder. It's fun. I enjoy it. But the one of the main reasons I enjoy it is because of the personalities in it. And kind of seeing these characters grow and develop together. Um our weekend game, which is the Tadpole game, uh, another tadpole game, um, it's definitely more handwritten. You know, the DM has developed the world. Uh, and I really love the character that I'm playing, but what I'm liking the most is you know, even we were even we were doing it via Discord today, just me and while the other players were joking because we have very similar characters. You know she, her character um, is a scholar. She um, I think cloistered scholars her background. Uh, my character is a college student. Her background is sage. So we're very similar when it comes to our backgrounds and our interests. But the personalities diverge from there. You know, Mm -hmm. we, um, she's very out there. She's very, my friend's character, she's very out there. She's very flirty. She's very um, kind of obsessive or possessive with the knowledge Mm -hmm. that she gains. Like, oh, this is my knowledge. You can't have it. Where my (laughs) character, yeah, where my character is, she's a prude. She's very, very, you know, she's. Focused on knowledge, she wants to discover knowledge and share the knowledge. But because she is a blessed, which is based almost an um, right. she has like a gold undertone, and we have now coined the phrase "she blushes in rose gold."
2: <laughs> oh, nice!
0: And so we were talking about um, the uses for Mage Hand today, and I, and, you know, via Discord, I'm like, "Oh wow, yeah, uh, bl- we blushing in rose gold." Um, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, this is a, this this is knowledge I didn't need. Um, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> So to me it's always about building that story even if the story is cut and dry, kind of boring um not, not kind of boring, but it's um by the book building that story around those characters, which I really like
2: but you and you do that even in like when you were playing World of Warcraft or secret World mm-hmm. you use the the what the game allows you to do as your base but then you go off from there and develop the backstory or the personality from the character if you're not reusing a personality i do it
0: the opposite though i actually take personalities that i've been in a game in a rpg and say you know how can i translate this to that character and make it a di- maybe a different adventure of somebody who I am which is why when you when you sat down like okay you know you liked your rogue but rogue's not a great class for you here are some other options of some classes that really might work for your play style right and immediately you're like okay so you you know so maybe a hunter you know maybe a class that has a pet because that way you have someone to help you fight so you can have a hunter and like okay well I we have hunters, I have that. You can have a mage. I'm like, okay, that sounds okay. Or you can be a warlock. I'm like, wait, one of my favorite characters was a witch named Makala. Right. All right, let's go with that warlock idea. So that that to me, it's always the character. Um, Now, when it comes to, like, a board game, I I really enjoy, let's face it, I like being competitive. (laughs) It's funny because I'm not competitive at all. I'm a very uncompetitive person. The only person I usually like in and thinks I'm trying to beat, you know, if I'm at the gym, if I'm on a mountain, I'm trying to beat myself. I'm trying to be my own best. But when it comes to a game, ask never. I am competitive. (laughs) Like, we had a very, very famous game of Munchkin. Um, Abbo and his wife were there, some other people were there, at a hallway at Nerdtacular at 3 30 in the morning two thirty in the morning when i yeah. just looked at them and said guys it's late most of us are traveling tomorrow just let me win the game and we can all go to bed
2: <laughs> exactly
0: so to me it's competitive i mean we played um kill Mi- kill doctor or kill mr lucky um at uh snakes and ladders the other or snakes and lattes, snakes and the other lattes. Day. Same, same thing same thing um <laughs> so yeah i tend to be a little more competitive with our with my board games
2: yeah, and speaking of which we need to definitely see if we can sneak over for a couple hours when, when Mew and Mrs. Mew are in town. Yes.
0: Well, um, isn't um that weekend close to someone's birthday? Mm-hmm.
2: I think no it idea is. What you're talking about. Right, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well you know, if, you don't get the chocolate cupcakes, you don't admit to the birthday. No,
2: no. Yes. No no. Exactly. So what what about you, Mew? What are you looking for to get out of a game and to put into a
1: game? Uh, pretty much story. Um, it's, uh, I, I was a really, really into books until I realized that I can get what I get out of books from video games. Um, especially because one of my favorite types of books to read was the choose your own adventure and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it just, you know, and, you know, I, I found that the other bad thing about books is, especially longer ones, is that I would just sit there and read them and forget everything else in the world. I would, you know, forget to eat. I would forget to sleep and stuff like yep. that. You know, at least with video games, you know, there's a time, you know, the, the time of the day is right there in your face. It's, you know,
2: oh, <laughs> head.
1: Right. but um, but yeah, it's it's story. It's it's what I always want to come, come back to. Um, you know, I can I can put up with uh, bad mechanics if the story is good kind of mm-hmm.
2: thing. Right,
1: um, but but number two is fun. Um, I have to enjoy what I'm doing as well. Um, if you have a bad story and it's not fun to play, I'm not there. you you don't see me there right now. That's just how it works. Um, <clears throat> and uh, three, uh, depending on the medium, it's you know, can I do this with my friends?
2: Right, right. And yeah,
1: with pen and paper, well, you kind of have to. there's there's no getting around that.'re like, <laughs> sitting in the corner with a with a book and talking to yourself, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> But typically, that's not happening. Typically, you're doing it with, with friends. Um, so and you know, you're making the story, so uh, you know, you better hope the story is good. And you know, the, the the pen and paper is fun, so there you go, it takes care of the, all three there. But, um, with uh, board games, I'm actually the opposite, I don't like yeah. competitive board games, I actually prefer the, the collaborative. collaborative, yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, your Forbidden Islands, you're we just got um forbidden what what is i forget the name but but it's you're where you're on like essentially a space station it's by the same people
2: mm-hmm. oh, okay
1: we've been playing that that's a that's a fun game because again where you fun. have to
2: cooperate against the game itself
1: yes yes right. that's what i prefer like a pandemic yeah. like i, I right. like you know straight up pandemic not the one where there's someone trying to kill everyone right right,
2: right. Okay. yeah
1: you know that's not quite as fun. You know the yeah, there there's some um, actually some uh, a friend of ours that used to work for Wizards uh, created some really neat D and D board games, which mm. essentially ha- gave you character sheets that you can kind of do a little bit of playing with, but it, it has all the board pieces and you're trying to do essentially a, a dungeon with this board game. Uh,
2: right. You
1: know that's that's always what I've been into is you know those uh, co- cooperative collaborative types of games. You know it's it's just a lot more fun to me. Um, yeah, but you know, with computer games, you know, it's, you're going to see me, uh, it's, it's pretty much always in either a multiplayer or a co-op game. Um, you know, I do occasionally like my single player games, but you know, mm. that's, I kind of feel like they take me away from everyone a little too long, yeah. but, yeah. um, you know, like, uh, I'm really looking forward to borderlands three that's coming out soon. Um, in, in a few months, um, that's always been a really great co-op game. It's a lot of fun. It's, you know, the story is actually very intriguing. Um, you know, I've um, I like the, the the lore of the land, um, but yeah, you know, I've tried, been trying to do the uh, the Telltale series, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it only has story because right. the gameplay is pretty limited and you can't play with your friends, right. so right. it's not quite as you know, draw. So the only reason I'm playing it all is just because I, I don't want to miss out because it's there. There is some story, but essentially between two and three that you might miss out if you don't do Telltale. Of course, they're going to do a good job of of rehashing it. But you'll miss out a little bit if you don't have uh, have what's going on. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much for me. Story is it fun? Can I do it with my friends? Yeah. And then how about you? And
2: it, yeah, I mean that's pretty much we're we're pretty much in sync. Um, you know, as as McCullough will attest to. I don't think because McCullough, you hadn't seen me play a rogue in D anD D before, right? Nope, no. Nope. Yeah, yeah the
0: 30, no, not 30, in the thirty—no, not thirty—in the twenty-five. Were, yeah, twenty-seven years we've been playing together. Yeah, I've never seen you play a
2: rogue. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and and so I have a very different approach to like McCullough has her rogue, which our DM in our Monday night campaign calls completely overpowered and ridiculous, and she's right. a she's a swashbuckler. My rogue was based on a scout. And the backstory was, this was the person you sent in to get into a place, get the information, and get out without initiating any combat. In fact, if it came down to combat, he was doing the job wrong. Kind of, you know, yeah. I, not not Assassin's Creed, because it wasn't even the assassination part. It was like, he would disable somebody and just get out. Well, he so that... Yeah. that
0: sounds like
1: Dishonored, if you've ever played that yeah. series
2: yeah and so um <laughs> we used it to to our advantage because oh amazing one of yeah one of one of the things that uh happened was we were on this trail, and I was scouting ahead as you do, and there was a woman it trapped in quicksand with you know her stuck in quicksand yelling for help, so me being the yeah, I don't trust this trope just. <laughs> because right. went went up in the tree stealthily and dropped the rope down to her leaving you know part of it up in the tree so she could just pull herself out of the quicksand or mm-hmm. grab the rope and I would pull her out you know without being seen and she pulled the whole no my hands are stuck in the quicksand I can't even <laughs> get the my hands out to grab the rope and so I snuck back to the party and told them what was going on and i think mccullough's character essentially did detect
0: yeah i did uh was the paladin so i did uh detect good and evil
2: right and figured out that yeah it was a trap and the the thing was evil whatever it was so we so we sent uh you know john's character up and who was the one that got her to transform
0: Do you remember? remember? I don't.
2: Well anyway, so there was uh somebody took a shot basically, you know, it's a thing of evil, it needs to be destroyed. And it turned out that it was a hag, and the hag was trying to lure us back to the house, and what the hag forgot was the rope was still there. So I made a sleight of hand check and a dexterity check and essentially just flicked the rope so it wrapped around her neck and i just kind of pulled her off the ground because she started casting. Yeah. And then the next turn after the the party got into the fight, um she put her talons up to try and rip the the rope off. So i did the same thing with sleight of hand trick and wrapped her hands around the rope. So now i had her <laughs> like a piñata and you know, that was game over at that point. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah.
0: So we took care of three hags all separately yeah which was great now and then he threw a beholder at us um yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
2: but but that's the kind of thing that i look for in games is can i bring the personality of the character out through game mechanics and enjoy the enjoy the story um you know so that's uh, one reason i do love the pen and paper but you know, it's the other reason I play a tank is because I want to go do this quest and I'm going to explore it all. And <clears throat> I really don't want to have to worry about staying alive. <laughs> you know, I just right. want to I just want to get through this and do what my character would do, Uh, y- you know, on a, on a lot of things. And that's why a lot of the earlier raids we did in WoW um, were, you know, mechanically challenging. But we could get them on on farm, and we've got like the first six bosses or seven bosses of Battle for Desarlor on there. But the last two bosses, Blockade and Jaina, it's just like those aren't fun. We're not going to do them. We're yeah. you know, and then the the two Crucible bosses, it's the same thing. It's all mechanics, and there's no interesting story part to me in either of those. Um, yeah, you get so. all
1: the story from the quest line, honestly.
2: Right. Well, I think that was, and Ben mentioned that on his podcast, he was really disappointed because we killed Jaina and she teleported out and there's a chest and that was it. There was, there was no cutscene, no video, nothing. And it was just like, that's it. That's really anticlimactic. Yeah. So, um, Um, but go ahead. We have some
0: feedback from, uh, in the chat room. He says, "What hits for him is a large-scale world-building, the storytelling, the combat, and finally oh, wow. a chance to be the inner like, edge lord."
2: Yeah, okay. and you Maybe are you mind. are roboting really badly. Okay. okay, Sorry, but yeah. So, large world, large-scale world-building, storytelling, combat, and finally, can be his inner edge lord slash DK. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, you know, that was one of the things I had fun speaking multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my daughter and I played Minecraft on a server that we had for a while um, because we could go in and she did the same thing with her friends. They'd go in and create buildings, create areas, set up a merchant shop, set up, you know, and and create that story in that sandbox. And that's what I that's what I love. That's why I want, you know, more story in Star Wars, because I love the story they're telling, but I yep. want more of it so i can you know explore the the character in it the same thing with wow right now is once you got through the the 815 storyline and the raid you know, now it's mechanically you're just doing dailies and it's like, sorry, yeah. checked out. I'll go, I'll go play Final Fantasy 14 because yeah. that has the story and all the content. So
1: and, it, and the the continuing story. It's kind of what I wanted to talk about when you were talking about um, the crafting stuff earlier. Um, everyone that enjoyed in Legion the class stories. Yes, Final Fantasy 14 has had that from the beginning. That like right. every single class has an ongoing story. It is its own unique little storyline that, that progresses as you get higher in level. And they're just so, so interesting. You learn so much about the world, about your class that you don't otherwise get from the main story quest. Yeah. And, yeah. And then, and there's other side um, long running stories too. Um, each raid is its own separate story and it might, yeah. it might wind back into the main story. But it's off on its own. Like, um, for the, actually, for the first like one of the the first raids that came out in 2.0, the the Crystal Tower is actually going to start affecting Shadowbringers. But gotcha. it was its own thing. In fact, they um, they uh, changed the requirements to get to the raid because they knew a lot of people would be trying to pile in there because they knew that it was going to be relevant now. Um, but um, there's some really good story in that raid, and it's super easy. It's it's easier than LFR to get through that now. And nice. They got rid of all the um, attunement that you had to, to do to get in. Now it's literally just talk to the dude; he sends you there. You're done.
2: <laughs> so, gotcha. Cool. So
1: you know that's 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 that is a whole nother storyline of interesting content for people to do. And each raid, each time um, a new expansion came out, there was a huge raid. Like uh, for um, Heaven's Ward, there is the Alexander uh, raid that has its own storyline. There's a, there's a giant robot sitting in a, in a, a pond somewhere. That um, you, that has its own thing going on over there. Um, it, and then in um, uh, Stormbringers, uh, there was the Omega stuff. Uh, Omega is you know the ultimate weapon, and it's it's doing some crazy stuff. That's off on its own its own quest line over in the corner somewhere. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 fascinating. And, and actually, there was I think there was two raids for um, for uh, Stormblood. Uh, there was one that actually tux, goes back to an old Final Fantasy. I forget which which Final Fantasy it was, but uh, was the Sea of Rabanasta or something like that? Um, it, it, again a whole other storyline to to go on, and it's it's you know compelling, and you know it's it. There's just so much story in that game. That's why I keep going back. I keep getting dragged back into some new new thing. There's um, <laughs> uh, the the holidays. The holidays right. are an ongoing story. They don't just rehash yeah. the same holiday every year. It is right. they
2: add to the story and continue it. Yes. So, yeah.
1: but in in the way they do the holidays, um, luckily is you're not going to feel like you've missed out. Yes, you're going to miss some stuff, but like it's a, it's a continuing story. But you can still jump into the story when the new holiday comes out, and so it's, it's okay. But yeah. you know. Um, it's it's just the stuff they do. A story is always fascinating and always brings you back constantly. Whereas I'm sitting here waiting for the next bit from Wow.
2: Um, yeah, exactly. The next
1: bit from Suitor, you know. Once once we did, they they did really good with those story chapter stuff. That was awesome. But then once I finished the story, it's like, okay, now what?
2: Yeah, and well, and honestly, that was you know you you can. You want to start an argument with a Star Wars fan for Old Republic? <laughs> argue whether the the one to fifty was the better, or you know, Revan, what not Revan, the, um, the Knights of the Fallen Empire, th- yeah. f- uh, you know, throne are the better part of it. And honestly, I would take more one to fifty content than the chapters. The chapters were awesome. But I felt my character came alive as what I was playing more in the 1 to 50 as opposed to I'm playing a trooper in this storyline that everyone else is going through. They're just going through as a Sork. They're going through as this. Right. The The 1 to 50 storyline was the, oh, I'm an operative. I'm playing a Chiss operative, uh-huh. which is an alien and a female On the imperial side, (laughs) dealing (laughs) with all the (laughs) prejudice and everything,
0: as against as you can get.
2: Yeah, exactly. McCullough, do me a favor: switch your um, microphone on Discord and then switch it back and see if that works. So, um, it's
1: it's the story. It's the story (laughs) of coming back.
2: Try it again uh still still real buddy but we're we're near the end, so we'll make it um but the big thing where all of this kind of ties in is to the a i e guild because a lot of the m m o games or as McCullough will attest to two of her d and d games mm-hmm. all go back to a i e guild right, you know right. people so you know if you're looking for people to play with hop into discord hop into one of the games hop into the channels ask for a guild invite you know you you never know the the friends you're going to make uh, in game that turn into real life game i mean uh Alakaz and osrin moved out here you know to Phoenix because they knew us in game and they're looking for a place to move to and we're like yep. we're here come yeah. stay you know they stayed at our house for a month so
0: Elkhart El- yeah. and Kimmy got together because they played in AIU together and you know now they're married and also played in me together
2: yep <laughs> exactly so <sighs> would you like me to wrap this up oh, I'll since you're up. a little robot
0: do yeah. we'll you, you,
2: you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. I, I think it'll be yes. better.
1: Yes, I have a, a small small boy that is really eager to talk to me right now.
2: <laughs> okay. So we will wrap this up. But uh, This is our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, I want to thank my amazing co-hosts and our amazing co-hosts for all that they do. If you do want to come on the show to talk about whatever AI members you want to, uh, up around game real life let us know we are more than welcome to have you on the show
1: and if you have a question or comment about our show you can email us at podcast at aie org. you can follow us on twitter the show is at aie podcast I am at the mucow is at cyberwaffe and Ted Semi is at ivory tiger we record live with video every other Sunday at 8pm eastern 5pm pacific you can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, which is aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash EIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him with key at KeyswithSoul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com.
2: All right. And now it is time to play all of the great AIE segments we received this week, including a blank folder. Sorry, folks, we didn't get any. I know Hunts has been very busy and so has Buxley. So we hopefully will have new segments from them coming up shortly. But we will be back in two weeks. Hopefully, we're going to try and finagle the STO folks to get on and talk about that because I have been dabbling in that. That's a very fun game. Uh, it is free to play. Yep. No subscription needed. So, you know, download it. Hop on in. All right. So, until then, AIE, this is Tetsemi. This is Miguel. This is Matt Maybe <laughs> And this has been the AIE Podcast.
1: Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.